Hi. Hi. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. What's up? I'm Aaron. I, it, I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. It sounded like you were almost going to go, hey. Oh, I, oh, I, 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 The return of innocence. <laughs> and yeah. I only can think of uh, the Jonathan Taylor. Man of the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase. Yes. Yeah. A uh, couple things. A I don't movie. think that movie holds up in general, no. but also I think it's probably very problematic looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Chevy Chase is apparently not a very nice person. Oh, he's such an asshole piece of shit. Yeah. So there's a lot of things about that. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, though, I think does hold up as a person. Oh, because I think so, too. We don't even know where he is, but he, we know he's an educated man, and he stayed out of the spotlight, and good for oh, him. <laughs> I know. I just, like, wish he'd, like, reemerge every now and then. I don't know. Just to say hi. Here yeah, I am. This yeah. is what I look like. This is I what know. I look like. I know. That's <laughs> the only reason I want to see him. I'm like, has he aged well? I feel like he's aged like um, I don't know. Probably he's probably aged fine. Yeah, uh, but maybe he's balding. I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with bald people, but you know. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, I I will say in columns of people who have aged fantastically, mm-hmm. if anyone's seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt takes off his shirt. <sighs> that man, I'm. You know what? I think he was ugly as a young person, probably. Like, Thelma and Louise. Legends of the Fall, bitch. Oh, Legends of the Fall is good. Thelma and Louise, he's, like, fine, but I think he's just kind of, like, dirty and weird, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Once he's gas a- station hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Justin Bieber gas station hot. Yeah. Um, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, ooh. Yes, I would mm. date an older man, for sure. For sure. If he looked like Daddy. Yeah, that's a daddy. Uh... And I think that's very creepy, but I'd be into it for Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I would. I would. Oh, a thousand percent I would. I will. I can. I could. I can. I will. I want to. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom went to see that movie, and my mom walks out of a lot of movies, first of all. She walked out of this one. It's not a surprise. Uh, I, I just had to put that out there, but she was like... She's like, I went. She just goes, I'm done with this bullshit. And yeah, leaves. yeah. She's like, I'm done. She's like, but right before I walked out, Brad put Brad Pitt took his shirt off, and that was like good for me. I was like, okay, I'll leave. I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I've seen the good part, so yeah, uh, <laughs> it's Amazing. all downhill from here. Anyhow. I love that your mom just is like, I don't give a shit. I'm. <laughs> Does she get her money back, or no. she just leaves? No, she just leaves. She just <laughs> walks out of. I've never met so someone who walks out of so many movies and. <laughs> Like, I've walked out of one movie with her, and it was Into the Woods, because I was like, mm. I was like, if they fucking sing another song. <laughs> <laughs> we were both just like, we have to. They, like, started up again. We're like, we're out. We're out. It, also, it's James Corden. You know, it was like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. It was honestly probably, there was only probably 10 minutes left. <laughs> My most up. My most awkward movie going experience was when we saw Wolf of Wall Street with DJ's Bubby, who's like in her late 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the funniest things ever after she was just like, 
Yeah, that was a bit much in the beginning. He's like doing coke out of a fucking sex worker's butthole. So it's like, it's a lot. It is a lot. It was a bit much. So, But she's such a sport, man. She watches everything. She doesn't give a shit. Good for her. She's so cool. Yeah. She's so cool. Dude, why not? Honestly, I just like... I just got to keep my mind open. Pete and I always talk about this. We're like, we just, we don't want to get old in the sense that like we're mm. closed off and we don't want to hear about new ideas and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, you always got to keep your mind open and keep hearing different perspectives to keep yourself fresh. That's what yeah, I Yeah, it's like, you don't have to like everything. You just have no. to be able to to listen and hear what the, what the youth is saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, very cool. Uh, let's see. Any business today that you have? Um, I don't. I don't think I have any. Okay. Well, I just I I'm getting ready to move. You know. So mm-hmm. I think if anybody out there orders a t-shirt, um, anytime at the end of August, beginning of September, there might be a slight delay because. It, you know, stuff has to make it to the house mm-hmm. that we're moving across the country to. Yep. And uh, so if if I do get an order, I'll send an email uh, just keeping whoever orders it abreast of the situation. But just, uh, just a little heads up. So, mm-hmm. um, but if you order something like right now, it should be fine. Oh and my gosh. I'm, I'll be on top of it. So. So order it now. So order now. Um, but yeah, just like early, late August, early September, there may be a slight delay with merch orders. So yeah. just uh, just FYI. Uh, if you order, I guess if you order a sticker, I got you. Yeah, that's true. But if it's anything um, else, I don't have it. Erin yeah. has it. So she's our merch queen. Yeah. Um, and we also, we don't have a P.O. box anymore. Um, mm. I, I close that down. So if you want to send us something, we... We'll get back to you on that one. Mm-hmm. We will have a new mailing address soon. Mm-hmm. Again, once I move out to California, so yep. get that all all situated. So just uh, just keeping you abreast of the of the uh, mail situation, I suppose. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, a little mail update. A little yeah. USPS. PS. Mm, PS. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. This P- is what's going on. <laughs> uh, what does that stand for? Postscript? Postscript. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, do we want to move on to fucked ups of the week? I think so. Do you have anything? Um, I don't think I do. Uh, I was trying to think of something. Um, yeah, I don't think I do. A general... Just, my dad doesn't listen, so I guess I could say this, but general, just like, my dad's an old white man, and sometimes it's just, like, a little troublesome out and about, Uh, and there was a little bit of a rant yesterday about uh, Brexit, which, it's like, we don't even live there, dad. What does he have to say about fucking Brexit? Uh, He's like... Is he a Boris, is he a Boris Johnson stan? I don't know. I mean, he's like one. Oh, I was like one of all. First of all, <laughs> once of all, <laughs> he does. He's like uh, we're like Scottish by heritage, based on our last name only. There's not 
much going on in terms of genetics in that. You know, we're so watered down at this point. It's like, yeah, we come from everywhere. But he just got on a little rant about like, oh, great. And like Scotland wants to be their own country now and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think it's just all the old people. Like all the old people are for Brexit. And he's like, no, well, they should be because like then they're not part of the European Union and like fucking France. I don't speak French, blah, blah, blah. And he like went on this rant. And I was like, okay, just stop. Like this, this... Uh, does he watch fox news mm -hmm, a thousand percent like that's all he watches yeah and it was just like a bunch of talking points and it was just like oh dad it's like uh, you know you're you don't even live there you're not even from there and then i was like he's like no i'm I'm pretty sure everyone wants to leave because like who wants to be a part of that you don't want people it i forget the well, I forget what he used, but I think he just kept using France. But he's like, you don't want people in France saying what you can or cannot do. And I'm like, they all govern themselves. It's like how we're a part of California and we have our own laws and le legislation. And then also we're a part of the United States. So we like, there are some rules we also have to abide yeah. by. But like, we're a separate people. Like, it's, they get it to do their own thing, but they still need to participate and like not fuck shit up for everyone. And like, yeah. and he's like, everyone voted to leave. And I'm like, no, actually, I have a lot of friends there and they're young and they fucking hate it. And it was a bunch of old people and a bunch of people who didn't know what was going on. And now they're trying not to do it, which is why it's taking so long. And like, yeah, you know, because they don't they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And now yeah. they have all these goddamn clowns in in charge over there. It's like oh, it's just spreading. It's all just this, spreading. All this stupidity is just spreading. And it's made its uh, way to Long Beach, California, to my dad. <laughs> oh, dad. Uh, He's a Brexiteer. And we were in, like, this super, super hipstery, like, restaurant for happy hour yesterday. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to talk about this. And we finally gotten to a point where we've had so many fights about this type of stuff that, like, I used you to just, say that. And yeah. he would just keep talking. And now he, like, stops. Good. That's so good. good. That's progress. We're learning. We're learning. Yeah. And... Oh. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like, well, obviously now I'm like talking shit behind his back, but I don't like, I don't like be like, you're an idiot to his face or anything. I like, don't be disrespectful, but it's of just course a lot. Not. It's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Anyway, do you have anything fucked up this week? <laughs> uh, it's like more like a moving thing again. Of course, this is all <laughs> I'm going to, I'm thinking about. Uh, so like everything's kind of in flux over here in in my house and like I'm moving things that I haven't moved in several years like that have been like stored under the stairs or in a in a utility closet or or in the corner of a bathroom or something mm -hmm. and I'm in down in the kitchen and my kitchen's like in the basement so mm -hmm. I'm moving things around trying to like pack boxes and stuff and I'm doing the laundry and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see a, a movement, and it's a massive fucking cockroach. Now, we've oh never had cockroaches God. ever in our house before. We've never had any issues with any kind of pests, no, no mice, nothing. But this cockroach was so big, I was just, like, trying to crush it with a laundry basket, but it, it got away from me. Oh and it God. was so big that... <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. It was trying to squeeze under a door and it like got stuck because it was so big. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
<laughs> it was like it was like stuck under the door. Ew, and it like to go outside? It, no, it, it's like in under the util- the door to the utility, like where the um water heater is. Water heater is and stuff, oh and it just God. like went under there, and I never saw it again. So I don't want to think about it anymore. But I've been thinking about it obviously a lot. So oh my fuck. God, he's just just like- the. Just the image of this fucking big ass cockroach trying to get under the door was awful. I just love that you guys have like a tenant. Like you just have one cockroach who's like super big and old probably. And he's just like nom nom eating like your leftovers and just like living in a really nice like warm apartment behind the dryer. He's just like Mr. Cockroach. He's just like living his best life, yeah. I guess. Because I've never, I've never even seen. We have like, you know, spiders and silverfish and like little centipedes that I see every now and then. But and that's it, though. And I've never seen a a cockroach before. And this thing was like oh. something you'd see down in like Costa Rica or something. Just like a Whoa. massive, like a rainforest wild. size, yeah, like a, like feral a wild cockroach, yeah. <laughs> It's because he's all by himself and he doesn't have to compete for any resources. Exactly. He's just like, he made everyone leave. He's like a bully. This is his territory. He's not letting anyone else walk these streets. You know what I mean? Or he's or he's like the Jeffrey Dahmer of cockroaches and ate everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> or like the Donner Party. I don't know. <laughs> he's the Donner Dahmer Party. Ooh. <laughs> he's just eating everything. Oh God! Oh, uh, so that's it. Yeah, um, well, nothing crazy. That's a nightmare. Just, just a, a fun uh, little cool thing that happens when you move. You just disturb the layer of a ninety-year-old cockroach. I for <laughs> of a prehistoric cockroach. Yeah, he's been yeah. there since your house was built. He's just yeah. like I moved in and never moved out. He's like I've been here since eighteen eighty-five. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have American cheese slices, but I like when a part of one falls on the floor. (laughs) I remember when there wasn't even any electricity in this house. (laughs) Just gas lamps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck that cockroach. I hope he's dead now. I hope I scared the shit out of him. Oh my god. He's definitely maimed. Uh... You better fucking hope he's dead because he's coming after you for revenge if if he's not. Fuck. I hate it. You just hear him climbing the stairs at night like, (laughs) 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 just like scraping up the stairs because he's so big. You hear his like footprints like, I like think it's my cat and it's really a cockroach. Oh Oh, my God. Oh my God. I hate it. Where's your cat? He's around here somewhere. He's he sleeping. He needs to come eat it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bitch, where you been? Yeah. Your cat's like, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> I've yeah. seen him before. I know him. He's scary. <laughs> yeah. He's a dick. So I, just, I keep clear of that guy. Oh, yeah. When we uh, moved in, I was warned about him. So. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Oh, God. Well, he's from hell. <laughs> um, speaking of hell. Oh, so fresh. So clean. Girl. We're talking about some fucking cool, weird shit today. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the satanic panic. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, dude, the satanic panic of the 80s. What a time. Oh, my God. There was so much weird shit happening in the 80s. Good God. <laughs> People were just losing their minds. I'm sorry, but all hair from the 80s should be removed from like every photo like there should be an app where when we look back at the 80s all the hair should be like made into either bald or like new updated hair yeah although I do I like my mom like always had a perm in the 80s like a cool like loose ringlet perm Mm -hmm. like she had hair um you know glow um yeah Allison Bree's hair in in glow it was kind of like that it was kind of cool oh really yeah, um, but very like poofy. Yeah, yeah. The ba- and like the bangs were always like still feathered, even though the rest yeah. of the hair was like curly or wavy. It's like yeah. the bangs are still like super feathered. Like my mom rolled hers down in front and then down in back, so she had like two layered bangs, and then they were oh, just yeah. like hairsprayed into like a crust. Yeah, I I did that to my hair. I had a lot of uh, L.A. looks in my hair. Mm, L.A. looks. <laughs> L.A. Luke's. <laughs> it was a terrible time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the 80s had horrible fashion and horrible ideas. Um, <laughs> and one of those horrible ideas was uh, fear over satanic ritual abuse, a.k.a. satanic panic. And, of course, satanic panic originated in the United States, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. Um, and it spread all throughout the world from the late for since the beginning of the 80s and then through the late 90s um which is a long time two decades of bullshit is yeah a lot we even have like remnants of it now oh for sure yeah uh allegations of uh satanic ritual abuse involve reports of physical and sexual abuse of people in the context of of the occult or satanic rituals Mm -hmm. so yeah, just like people coming forward being like, I was used as a sacrifice or whatever. They're like, so are, should you be dead or? Right. So they drained all <laughs> your blood, that- but somehow you're alive. Like science says that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and except then, people were it, like, what? Really? Oh my God. I'll yeah. Except the press. people were like, were like, oh my God, Satan is here. <laughs> In its most extreme form, though, allegations involve a conspiracy of a worldwide satanic ritual abuse organization that includes the wealthy and powerful of the world elite in which children are abducted or bred for sacrifices, pornography, and prostitution. Oh, my God. So this is kind of like that underground Illuminati Pizzagate bullshit. (laughs) Um, But I'm I'm not saying that human trafficking and rich people aren't doing some fucked up shit. Jeffrey Epstein, who is dead now, by the way, mm-hmm. breaking news. Yeah. Um, today. Yeah. Not when this comes out, but, <laughs> um, but it's def it's definitely, it's not for the purposes of, of human sacrifices for Satan. It's for people being gross and powerful. It's like, that's the whole purpose of human trafficking. It's not for, not for Satan. Although I guess you could argue if you're, super religious that everything bad is for satan but it's not it's not oh god they're so this this is like the perfect example of just like people's minds being like mob like mob mentality type thing yeah like this whole thing harkens very much back to the salem witch trials and it's like of course because we were puritanical then we're puritanical now and it's like 
nothing's changing and we're like edging towards something like that happening again and it's just like oh, oh yeah so annoying uh also very funny it's just like it's so hard doing all of this i was like oh this will be funny and then i'm like so angry about it and i'm like trying to keep my anger down so that i could be like light and funny but also i'm just like this bothers me so much like we both watched that hail satan documentary and Mm -hmm. like the whole time my blood is just boiling i know i know how is this happening but anyway um yeah it's just yeah it's just crazy how people are just so they can go down the path of their own personal dogma but not see how it relates in any way to anybody else's i don't know it, yeah like so yeah it's like tunnel vision and uh-huh. and that's why call back to earlier in this podcast it's important to like keep your keep your mind fresh and hear other people's ideas and use critical thinking which we've talked about before and not mm-hmm. just like be stuck in this one lane which is what causes problems that's right. Um, so how did this shit even start? Um, oh, my God. Let's, let's go back to the 70s where everything was fucked up. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, you guys know what was happening. You weren't there, but we've talked about it a lot in many, many episodes of the podcast. Just mm-hmm. people were losing their fucking minds. Um, it was like a- after the 60s, people like did too many drugs or something and shit was just wild. Yeah. And there was cults, there was crime, there was serial killers, there was civil unrest, there was the government doing weird shit all the time. Um, yeah. And so that was reflected in a lot of art. So the end of the 60s, the Manson family had just got – they had – well, beginning of the 70s, end of the 60s, they closed out the 60s with their murders. Yeah. They're running around Southern California murdering people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Exorcist came out in the beginning of the 70s. <laughs> and that really just freaked the fuck out of people. It was a cultural phenomenon uh, and just really reminded people that Satan existed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like first people were like, oh, my God, all these like young women who are like cute white ladies are like going around fucking murdering people under like the under the power or like the the what do you call it? Like a trance or something mm-hmm. of Charles Manson. Oh, my God. They're it's so satanic. And then the exorcist comes out and there's like a fucking girl who's like actually literally possessed. Yeah. <laughs> puking her guts out, which. Okay. Do you remember when they re-released this in like maybe the late nineties, early two thousands? Uh yeah. They I re-released do. it in theaters. It was like remastered and shit. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember my mom always talking about this movie and being like, it's the scariest movie. Like I saw it when I was a kid and it's like so scary. And so I was like, Oh, let's go see it. <sighs> Fucking before the girl is even like fully possessed. She comes down during a party the parents are having and she and goes. pisses on the carpet. Yeah. She's like, mom, I don't feel good. And the mom's like, what? And she just starts like hard pissing on the carpet. I laughed so hard. I just like a huge laugh came out of my mouth and I was just like cracking up and I'm like, this is not scary. It's so dumb. But. Oh, I love The Exorcist. I think it's a awesome movie. Really? Oh, yeah, I just like. I love it. I think it was so dated by the time I'd seen it. It like. And and it had been built up to be so scary. And then I was like, this well, is that's, so stupid. That's the thing. I mean, 
yeah, you by today's standards, mm-hmm. the things that are that freak us out now are totally different than they were back then. But I don't know. I think it's a it's a really good movie. I don't know. I really like The Exorcist. Uh, oh. Also, The Exorcist stairs are here in DC. So oh, they're really? Like, they're like a landmark. Uh huh. Oh, that's fine. Um. Oh yeah, but at the time it came out, people were like, "Oh my god." Yeah, nobody had ever really seen anything like that before, I don't think, to the degree of, of it. Because I think uh, the idea of, like, demons and devil worship and all that were already in people's minds, especially if you're a Catholic. That, that's, like, a part of the, the experience mm-hmm. of being – of going to churches, learning about all this stuff. But it wasn't – it was never uh, – I think shown in such a way. And then Rosemary's baby came out and everybody was like, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, like Satan is here. It's they're showing it to us in the movies. This is what's possible. Oh my God. I don't know. Mind you, all of this is fiction. So yeah, but it really scared people and it it kind of traumatized people, I think, um, into believing that this was, you know, something that could not necessarily really happen, but just it reminded people that this was a part. If you believed in God, if you go, if you went to church and you were a religious person, you realize like, oh, this is the other side of it. And if you were, if you were a big believer, then you were also a big believer in the bad stuff too, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we mentioned there was all kinds of weird stuff happening in the 70s. Mm-hmm. There was uh, lots of serial killers just popping off. We had <laughs> Summer of Sam, Zodiac Killer, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Hillside Strangler, all those, you know, just real fun, fun guys. Yeah, just like living their best lives. Uh, and And some of these had like the... Like, the Zodiac Killer had, like, an element of the occult to it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fucking Ted Bundy and stuff, just, like, you know, it was that thing of where the police, are, like, captured him and he escaped twice, right? And, and yeah. you know, so that was also scary because it's like, what, we can't even do anything about this guy who's so evil. Like, we can't even figure out how to, like, keep him in jail, <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, and it was just people were just very paranoid. Yeah, very uh, freaked out about all the bad stuff that was happening, and it was like this existential ch- dread and terror constantly in yeah. in in modern society. Like that had only been portrayed in movies, but then it was like actually coming to life, and yeah. so people were like really freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a really weird rise of fundamental neoconservative Christianity uh, that kind of started infiltrating as kind of a response to all this. Mm -hmm. Um, And really randomly, some people from the, the really conservative Christian right started coming off saying they were former, started like popping up saying they were former Satanist. Yeah. Like reformed is, Satanists, yeah, for attention. Like they, yeah, like they had been part of the the satanic rituals or whatever, and they were coming forward now. Yeah, well, that wasn't quite true. So a <laughs> memoir, a memoir came out in 1972 by this guy named uh, Mike Warnke, um, and it was called Satan Seller. Like, like he was selling Satan, not 
like not like a basement. Um, oh, it's not Satan's basement kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a giant cockroach. A giant cockroach, yeah. Uh, and he like he so he had this this memoir, quote unquote, come out, mm-hmm. and it recounted a childhood and young adulthood in which he claimed he spent an intent was spent all doing intense Satan worship. Mm. Um, and he claimed that he served as a satanic high priest and was engaged in, among other things, in ritualistic sex orgies. Uh, but this was all ultimately discredited discredited after 20 years had gone by and people kind of dug it all up and asked questions. Um, um, so he just made it up. Um, question. Um, yeah. Is he, was this like kind of like a humble brag? He's like, oh, P.S. Like, I was like into Satan and we had hella sex orgies. Yeah, it was like, of all the things to make up, it was just like his own imagination where he was like, like oh, dude, you know, it'd be cool if I was having sex orgies. sex orgies. So it wasn't, it wasn't even a humble brag. It was just like his deepest, darkest desires. Yeah. And it was just like, you could just do that if you want to. You don't have to make it up. Like, he's somebody like, will oblige, I'm sure. He's like, yeah, when I worshiped Satan, I had a 12-inch dick. <laughs> but now I don't. But and now- it's... <laughs> but now I'm uh but now I'm into the Lord again and it's below below average. Yeah, it's three inches long. <laughs> uh, uh not to shame anyone. Uh, it's just a humble three inch dick. <laughs> yeah, it's just your a normal Christian dick. Nothing special yeah. about it. But I yeah. will say when I was into Satan, wow, that thing had all the bells and whistles. It was <laughs> a ribbed for her pleasure. And his My pleasure. balls were swanging. Yeah. <laughs> My balls played music every time they hit someone's butt. Now my balls are high and tight. It's my my dick is small. It's fine. I love Jesus. Satanist. The balls of hell. They are they would play to the tune of hell's bells every time I fucked in our sex orgies. That's Satanism. And then Christianity. What balls? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. This, <laughs> this guy, so dumb. He, this guy's just making everything up, though. Uh, <laughs> and not just him, but a few other people who are also self-proclaimed former Satanists, uh, who also insisted that the world was being run by ritualistic satanic witch cults. <laughs> uh, sounds fucking cool, but. Whatever, that was a, a lie. Yeah. Uh, these dudes are John Todd, Herschel Smith, and David Hansen. Mm. These were the most prominent uh, fake Satanists. And all these guys, including Warren Key, grew up in Southern California, which is really rude to Southern California. Like, we don't want you fucking weirdos. Um, <laughs> where this, and so the Manson family had all just got caught. And so everybody was like, whoa, Southern California. I don't know about that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these dudes just claim to have had these con- – they claim to have these experiences being Satanists. And then they had seen the light somehow and had these conversions to Christianity. And so all these Christians were like, oh, my God. They're, they've overcome this evil. This is amazing. So they were like marketing themselves as overcoming Satan, basically, like conquering Satan. <laughs> um, and they, and, but 
they were just all making it up and they were all linked to emerging fundamentalist Christian people. Um, the John Todd guy was supported by this guy named Jack Chick who used his fabricated claims as a basis for numerous comic style pamphlets advocating against Satanism. So just definitely making shit up to make money. (sighs) Um, and then Warren Key spent over a decade posing as a quote expert in Satanism, uh, just to be in the in the fundamental evangelical Christian community, like as a motivational speaker, kind of, and mm. pass passing off how much of his uh, his made up childhood was an actual template for how real Satanism worked and when it was just all literally made up, it was all fantasy. Um, so basically that all kind of branched out into what made the, the warning signs about what Satanism were made up, were, you know, in the news and reported by people over and over again. Um, and it was all just this made up stuff for attention by these fucking nerds. Oh my God. Yeah. also, like, it's so wild to me that people buy into that, specifically, like, I guess, like, evangelicals and, like, I, I, because it's, like, they're coming out and they're, like, we beat Satan, which is, like, such a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, I, like, there's, like, a weird, there's something weird in there that's, like. Like, they've been to the depths of hell and they've reemerged and now they're righteous. And- yeah. Love Jesus, and it, I don't know. There's something weird about, like, how boasty that is, and that's not very, like, that's a sin. Yeah, pride, being prideful is definitely a sin. Yeah, that's very yeah. weird. But then they all just, like, glob onto it, and they're like, yeah. yeah. Is it glob or glom? Glom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said they glob onto it. <laughs> Like I mean, everyone's just made a flubber. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, yes, we like this. And then they're like, this is fun. <laughs> Gross. Uh, and then there was the publication of Anton LaVey's Satanic Rituals. Anton LaVey is like the founder of the church of satan mm. um oh yeah in that documentary he was like kind yeah. of the vampire looking guy from like yeah. yeah 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 with the hideous goatee yeah um he he published satanic rituals the same year that all these guys came out with these made up uh fucking stories and uh it really reinforced the idea that dark occult rituals were just happening all the time everywhere in America. Um, but wasn't his stuff like pretty benign? Like if you actually read it? Uh, or like the, no, the motivations he, for it were like pretty benign? He just wanted to like fuck and be weird. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't like it, it wasn't it was like horny probably, but it wasn't like evil. You know, they weren't like no. actually sacrificing people or like calling the devil into like i don't know it's just like yeah they were just like a bunch of horny people like for sure having orgies yeah anton levey was not alistair crowley he wasn't doing like dark (laughs) magic and shit he was just like i mean maybe he, he probably definitely was doing some sort of magic but it wasn't like it wasn't there was no 
I don't think they were eating shit or drinking cum or period blood. So, <laughs> like fucking Alisher Crowley did. So they were just it like was, they were just like writing six 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 on lady titties, titties. and like yeah, and like yeah. pouring wine on dudes' dicks. And like, yeah, and but yeah. like for fun, like that yeah. was like Saturday night, and then they'd order and pizzas. They, and they <laughs> definitely were having weird orgies. Yeah, so. good for them. But that's like yeah. not. I don't know. It still doesn't really. You know, it's still not like they're not like invoking Satan or like Mena or no. something. Like they're not Nancy from <laughs> the craft. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were just creepers, you yeah. know, and being and 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 trying to just. They're just trying to fuck, dude. They're just trying to fuck. Leave dude, them alone. Leave them alone. They could do what they want. Like if. These people want to come out here and they want to put on uh, Satan's mask and fuck each other. Hell yeah. If that's your thing, dude, put in, put on, turn on the red light. Yeah. Get some organ music going. Fucking Just- red light special. TLC knew about it. It's like that. Yeah. That's like people's fun times. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I want to bang you while you wear horns. <laughs> Hold on to my horns while you fuck me. You want to know where the word horny comes from. That's where it comes from. Hell yeah, because these people were doing all the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know who wasn't doing any fucking? Billy Graham and Jerry Falwell. (laughs) Oh, they're anti-fucking. Yeah. They're the kind of men who call their wife mother. Oh, fuck. Like, let me just say, I have nothing against anybody who's Christian, who believes in Jesus and God and all that. But man, these guys really just were projecting or something. I don't know what was happening with these guys. Yeah. And I don't have anything against people who are Christian or whatever, except I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... No, no. Um, no. I think it's all problematic. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I do want to talk about Billy Graham and Jerry Falwell for a second because, so, of course, as this stuff is, like, building. So, we've set the, we've set the scene. There's all, there's, like, murders happening and there's the rise of the occult and there's books being written and the exorcist comes out and all these people are, like, really upset about this stuff and some of it is founded like the Manson murders and the summer of Sam and Zodiac and all that shit. Some of it is completely unfounded. Like all the lying people who wrote the books. Yeah. And like all the fictional shit. And it's like, okay. But like, but the, but Manson, the Manson family Mm -hmm. and you know, all the other weird shit that was going on was not in the name of Satan. It no, was no, just... no. It, but it was like scare. It was scaring people. It was scary. Yeah. And, and it starts to do that thing where it's like it scares you about what you don't know. So it's like, oh, all these people were in a cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, what does that mean? And then you're like super scared about it. And it was just like the perfect shitstorm of all this crap. And so, yeah. of course, there's like a growing – uh, fundamentalist, like Christian, evangelical, uh, like right wing kind of movement happening at the same time. That's like anti stranger danger, anti you know yeah. Satanism, whatever, all that stuff, anti cult and or occult, and 
it uh so this set the perfect time for like Billy Graham, who was like a lot earlier. He was like 50s, 60s. And, yeah. and then Jerry Falwell like kind of took over in the 70s, but it was like this fire and brimstone, quote unquote, yeah. like super uh angry backlash against all that stuff and like how the hellfires will get you if you're not a Christian and you and if you don't live your life a specific way which is like the woman stays home and uh raises the kids and the mm-hmm. father goes to work and like this is the box you need to fit in and obviously it started to become especially like into the 70s and 80s that's not how the world looked anymore and everybody wasn't like a you know perfect four people one dog white family in the yep. suburbs like that's not the world we lived or live in and so um but it was like easily gaining like a lot of traction from people similarly to how it is now yeah um and it is like the beginning of the movement of the movement that is like what the tea party and like the fundamentalists the fundamentalist christian right of today like how they started Mm -hmm. um yeah and so it there, there was this like weird pressure kind of building well well, people are really scared and when people are scared they look to something to explain what the fuck is going on like people were not understanding that serial killers just walked among us or that cults were a thing and they could be dangerous uh and so people were just like struggling to understand the motivations for all this crazy terrible shit that was happening and the obvious foil to all this is Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. The, de- the devil. The, the devil. devil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so these dum-dums targeted <laughs> shit like heavy metal songs and like this, they were always saying that there were subliminal backwards messages in, <laughs> yeah. in the songs. Um, and it's just so, it's so dumb. Uh, and then the album art always was supposed to symbolize some, you know, form of this is the devil, like this is 666, this is – and a lot of like those heavy metal bands did it to be like trolls. Um, and yeah. so what? Uh, and then Fucking horror rock movies. rock and roll, bitch. I love it. Yeah. I love the trolling. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then fantasy games like Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, they were – using all this shit to convince people that there was an underground kind of thing happening in American society with the rise of all the popularity of all this stuff. Like, look, this is the devil infiltrating our, our American values and music and games and things that our kids are, are that our kids are drawn to have the devil in them. So, Oh my God. It's so so annoying. Yeah, it's so annoying. Could you imagine um, if Harry Potter would have come out then? Like how oh, there's I know people that won't let their kids read that will never let their kids read it because You it's, know it's, people? Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Because it's like because it's about magic. Yeah, cuz cuz yeah. It's, it's fiction. Oh my god. That is so wild to me there's so many like good lessons to be learned in that in those books about like empathy and like caring for each other and stuff it's so wild 
I know, because magic is the devil, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Ugh. crazy. I uh, fucking wish I could do magic. Like, and not, I like, know. sleight of hand magic. I wish I could, like, fucking cast spells and shit. Oh, yeah. I want to <laughs> I want to curse people. Yeah. I want to curse people. I want to turn, like, a glass of water into a michelada. I want to, like, <laughs> I want to, like, do, like, very cool, specific things yeah with magic that like nobody else could do and like i want to levitate but for real yeah like not like, fake i want to not fly. chris angel style yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to fly on a, a broomstick or my wand Ooh, yeah yeah or like a dildo it doesn't matter a dildo. yeah, yeah I, I was would, gonna say or yeah <laughs> i would fucking fly on a dildo i'd use a dildo as my wand yeah oh my god why not like a that vibrator would, yeah oh my god Oh, wow. That would be magical. And I just. It be- just jizzes out your spells. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fucking know who I'd help first. All the women who've never had orgasms. Oh, I would gather them in the ballroom of a very nice hotel. Uh-huh. And we'd have like a seminar. And like I the would, witches. Like the witches. But it everybody was- just pulls their titties out of their bras and <laughs> instead of like taking their shoes off and taking their wig. But you still take your wig off. You can yeah, do whatever yeah. you want. You yeah. take your wig off, but like you could stay fully clothed, but take your bra off for sure if you're wearing yeah. one. So like your titties yes. are like free. You could have them out if you want. We don't care. Yeah. But if you're Nobody cares. modest, I'm a probably modest. I would keep, keep my shirt on, but no bra. And then I would have like very nice uh charcuterie boards at instead mm. of like just like old fucking dumb pastries that are like stale i would yeah. have like do you know lady and larder out here have you ever no oh my god oh i can't wait till you're here they make these like charcuterie and crudite boards that are just like beautiful mandy moore gets them all the time and like they're oh so god. beautiful and that would be like the whole like back and sides of the room would be covered mm. in these like gorgeous charcuterie boards with like edible flowers and like little fruits and pickled Ugh. vegetables and things and it would be just be so beautiful and we'd all be drinking champagne and then Ugh. and then I would be like helping women who had never had orgasms before and mm. do you know what the spell would be it wouldn't be to give them an orgasm it would be to enlighten them to give themselves their own orgasm <laughs> right like their vulva would talk to them yeah it would be like this is what I need it, yeah it would yeah, because I'm not, you know, consent and all that. And also, like, I don't know, you do it in your time when you want to. Yeah. But it would be the enlightenment of knowing how to make yeah. yourself orgasm. And yeah. I I would be 100% that witch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I wish uh, this, this could be a job. DNA test. <laughs> Turns out I'm 100% that, that witch. Giving ladies <laughs> orgasms. Or like giving ladies enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. I love your vision. Thank you. Well, it just so, came to me. Maybe I'm possessed. You might be. By Satan. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> uh, well, as you can imagine, this shit started getting real wild People started pointing fingers, accusing people of weird things, um, and it actually ended up getting people in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. that had no 
nothing to do with Satanism. Um, because this is where we take a hard left into, or right, I should say, because it's like the right, you know? Yeah. Um, this is where we take a hard right into like reenacting the Salem witch trials and like just yeah. going after people with nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was some really fucked up shit that came out as a result of this. It's like when it's fun to have these like weird conspiracy theories every now and then, um, but you don't act on them. You don't bring them into real life. You don't like the guy that walked into Comet Ping Pong, um, which is the name of the pizza place. It's not Comet Pizza. It's Comet Ping Pong mm. here in D.C. Uh, with the assault rifle, thinking that there was a basement where they kept a sex ring of children. Uh, that that guy got it in his head that, you know, this was the thing that was happening and he acted on it. And it's just like, you can't, this is why words matter, why yeah. actions are results of of things that people that are influential say, people act on them sometimes. So when the 80s roll around, there's um, another fucking memoir that comes out called Michelle Remembers, which is a, a woman's uh, recount does she, of... Does she? Yeah. <laughs> she? She claims in this memoir that she was a victim of childhood abuse at the hands of the occult also. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this was in the eighties now. So this, um, this is like kind of a new thing because it was a child being abused and it was very controversial, but people read it and they were like, oh no, no, no. Like this isn't real. This didn't happen. It was debunked pretty much immediately, Mm -hmm. but it didn't matter because it was like, Pandora's box was already open and people read this book and nobody cared that it wasn't real. Yeah. They they just took it and ran with it and were like the possibility that, you know, even an imagination that this could happen was enough for people. And they just took it and ran with it and <sighs> really believe that this stuff was happening. Um, the book became a bestseller and it, therefore millions of people were – reading it and uh getting really gassed up by it oh my god and it wasn't even just like normal people the actual like law enforcement started using it as a textbook Mm -mm. to teach like to to give them the tools to like talk to kids that might be involved in these sorts of things so like they use it as a textbook for occult abuse, essentially. Which, if you've already, if they've already debunked this book and they've said that there isn't enough evidence that any of this happened to her, and it was like already yeah, early on yeah. shot down, how are people still you like? How are people still looking at this and being like, "Ooh"? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's incredibly irresponsible to mm-hmm. put people that are in positions of power. And um, authority, and there, it's very irresponsible to have this as a literal textbook oh for my God. F- for how to talk to victims. This is so bad, so so bad. Also, so this all 
But also this lady, like, you have a responsibility. Like, how are people not accountable for their actions? I don't know. Like, you need to come out and be like, this is wrong, and we are taking this out of publication. And, like, you know, but it's like, no, of course not. No one wants to be embarrassed. She rode the wave and just mm-hmm. kind of fi- straddled that fine line of being like, yeah, it's not real, but like I, you but know, like it could, could be. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, and she made that money and fuck her uh, because it fuck really her. set off a, you know, firestorm amongst mm-hmm. people who are in authority, not just police, but therapists too, who yep. really just wanted to have situations fit this narrative. Yep. So, therefore, a in the 80s, a string of accusations from children in daycares started happening. <sighs> and this is like kind of a mini mass hysteria almost, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, in Kern County, this mm-hmm. happened in 1980. Uh, Which is in like Baker, Bakersfield, California area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They there was a situation where um, the social workers were reading this book. Michelle remembers as mm-hmm. training yeah. for their jobs. It that blows my mind. Like that blows my mind. Which yeah. is where I come back to Karamo as a social worker, and I'm like, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, now now they don't they don't do this kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's yeah. only like it's only like. Yeah, it's it's this is insane. So kids started coming forward in Kern County and making accusations that they've been molested as part of some occult sex ring associated with their daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned into a formal investigation. Twenty six people were arrested and in prison. And then it was later found out that some of the kids were being coached by their grandparents or coerced by police into false testimonies to fit the fucking narrative that there was some weird occult shit happening. It's wild. Um, It's so wild to me that now like watching making a murderer and like listening to the serial podcast and like all these things, it's so wild to me how bad police work has been for so long and like how, uh and it's, uh, I, um, I don't want to say it's the fault of the police, but for sure it is because there's the other things going on with quotas and all this shit and like high profile yeah. things and there's pressure coming from places, whatever. But, but it's like crazy that this stuff is allowed to happen. Like how, oh, yeah. how they're able to, you know, you can't control that. Like fucking Graham Graham's telling you that you need to go into school tomorrow and tell everyone you were diddled in some like, you know, fucking satanic ritual which is what happened with two of the kids like their grandma legit was like coaching them but then on the other hand what i was just gonna say and and in itself is extremely traumatizing oh my god yes it's so traumatizing because also you're as a kid you're like being taught not to lie and then to have people you trust telling you to go lie and make up stories that like are going to affect people's lives like that's heavy shit well and you don't you don't realize that at the time you're just being told by somebody you trust like here say this say that yeah and you don't know what the repercussions are of that Mm -hmm. you just you just do what you're told and and then all of a sudden you have police officers who are also authority figures who you are supposed to trust kind of coach kind of like leading you along down this path that makes it seem 
Like they just are kind of, they're leading you. They're telling yeah. you, oh, so did this happen? And then, oh, this happened, right? And you are like, yeah. I don't. So. <laughs> oh, it's so, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. So this really spun out of control mm-hmm. and people went to jail. And then in 1983, the there were members of the McMartin family who also operated a preschool in Manhattan Beach, California. They were charged with numera- numerous acts of sexual abuse uh, of the children in their care. The accusations were made in 1983. Arrests and the pretrial investigation ran from 1984 to 1987, and the trial ran from 1987 to 1990. Oh, my God. Um, this was crazy. This is one of the most just unfounded crazy cases I've ever heard of. I didn't know that it got this big. Mm-hmm. Um, 400 children were ultimately examined and interviewed numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person who led the exams was a woman named Key McFarland, who is an unlicensed psychotherapist. <laughs> I wrote that like Key McFarland, unlicensed psychotherapist. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, like some horrible 90s, 80s uh, cop show. Yeah, or she's like, yeah, that's her uh, kind of super ability is that she's unlicensed, so she can just do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, it's ultimate freedom, being Uh, unlicensed. Yeah. Oh, my God. There are jobs you can do without a license, but I would argue that psychotherapy is, like, probably not one of them. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. And then the shade from an article I read was so good. They wrote, she had no formal psychological or medical training and boasted a welding certificate as her highest academic credential. What in the fuck? Uh, How does this happen? How the fuck does this happen? I don't know. Like, I don't know. She was working for like Does nobody check? Well, she was working for like a third-party company. And so I don't like a... um, investigative or company of Mm. some sort and so i don't think that it like mattered and then they just hired her and then all of a sudden she was an expert like so this bitch is out here interviewing all these children yeah this welding this welder (laughs) (laughs) fucking flash dance is out here just like interviewing kids and calling and like literally she interviewed the 400 kids and then found of the 400 kids, she determined 359 of the 400 were abused in satanic rituals by 40 of the people working at the daycare. Oh, my God. So she's, like, in between welding this boat part to this other boat part, um, <laughs> I, I've determined that almost all these kids were molested at a satanic ritual. And they're like, where? She's like, that I don't know. <laughs> but this so is, these people are this- responsible. This is so fucked up because it just, I mean, there's people out there who are doing the real work, the real, you know, real social work, really dealing with children who had been abused and had, you know, been, been molested. Mm -hmm. And then this woman comes along and just like, basically just makes this shit up. And it's just like, where, like, what the fuck? This is why we need to have people held accountable for everything Mm -hmm. so yeah so there was six years of criminal trials no convictions were obtained and all charges were dropped in 1990 thank god because it was all bullshit yeah the woman who initially made the first accusation Mm -hmm. was actually very mentally ill Mm -hmm. and she ended up 
being diagnosed as schizophrenic later on. Um, it wasn't, but not until after the trial was over. Yeah. And it was, it's really fucked up because I, I mean, she's, it's almost like she's a victim too of her own, yeah, you know, her yeah, own yeah. mind and her, and all the stuff that happened after this is just so tragic. She's a victim um, of this whole fucking fake movement. Like she it yeah. was probably very scared. And again, she had a mental health issue, but all these conspiracy theories are like permeating off her mind. Around the, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And she had a kid in the daycare and yeah and then like the current the current county shit had happened yeah and so it kind of just it soaks into your your subconscious that this is a possibility yeah and so she made this accusation and it, it just all went downhill from there mm-hmm. and by the time the the trial ended in 1990 it had been the longest and most expensive criminal trial in american history oh my god yeah which is wild it spanned years and fucking that Key McFarlane lady probably charged a pretty penny. Also, <laughs> did she ever get in trouble? Um, I think an- eventually she was uh like so what happened during the McMartin trial is that she rose to credibility as an expert because she was like one of the only people who somehow like got associated with these trials and like interviewing kids and then you know she had found that 359 of them out of 400 so they were like oh wow she like really knows what she's doing even though we all know now she had no she just she just like branded herself as this or the media did basically basically which we haven't really talked about how the media played a huge role in this but we will Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. uh and so she became an expert and she was just flying around to uh, – because this wasn't just happening in California, though these two biggest kind of instances were in California. They were in Florida. They were in fucking everywhere. They're all through the middle of the country. All over the country. All yeah. over the country. Um, this was happening and she was pull, pulled into a lot of those um, investigations as an expert. So, yeah, they're like satanic ritual abuse. Get yeah. McFarland. Oh my God. Call McFarland, <laughs> a licensed Mc- psychotherapist. <laughs> An unlicensed psychotherapist. <laughs> do 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 McFarland. Do 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 a license. I'm a license. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't know that she was ever like held accountable because it was kind of everyone else's fault for like using her. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think after the McMartin one, finally, the United States and actually, I think this permeated a little bit outside of the U.S. around this time. But this case, mm-hmm. the McMartin case, finally, when everyone was like, wait, no, this what none of this is real no all we're dropping all these charges we need to release people that have been in jail like from other instances because yeah we have been convicting people based off of no fucking evidence it's all circumstantial um then everybody in the u.s was kind of like uh-oh uh-oh oh uh-oh <laughs> whoops we made a no-no we made a big boo-boo <laughs> Whoops a daisy. Uh yeah, it's like everybody suddenly woke up or something and yeah. was like, oh shit. Like looked around and they were like, Yeah, this never was a thing. Whoops. Or maybe it's like collective conscious is like, 
maybe we shouldn't be accusing people who haven't done anything of something that they haven't done because what if then they accuse me of something I haven't done? Yeah, it's like everybody was eating moldy bread for like 20 years and then they just stopped. I don't know. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so it ended. Yeah, finally ended and like the the majority of it ended in the 90s. Um, But a lot of damage was done. A lot of people that were totally innocent went to jail for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was still a lot of blame to go around after this, I think. Oh, Um, yeah. We mentioned the media. The The media was really just blowing these news stories up. Like, it'd be like breaking news. And, like, this was the beginning of the 24-hour news cycle. Um, and it, people were just, like, scandalized and wanted to know more. So the, the media was like, let's, let's slap a fucking panic button on all this shit and go for it. Um, slap a fucking... Uh- what is that called? Not an angiogram. <laughs> an angiogram? What is that? What's that something gram? A pentagram? pentagram. <laughs> an angiogram is like when you get your fucking heart worked on. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> I'm dead. I was uh, thinking like I was thinking like anarchist because like they use that a lot, right? And then gray, pentagram. No, I guess. they use the anarchy sign. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You you need to study the signs more. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm gonna have to have an angiogram after this shit. <laughs> I look stupid. Just kidding. No, no you, we're leaving you're it. precious. No, we're you're leaving precious. it. Oh <laughs> I would <my> never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so we blame the media, uh, neoconservative born-again Christians, pro- and more than likely uh, Catholic clergy projecting about <laughs> what they were actually doing. Because yeah. uh, those motherfuckers were proven to have been molesting children for of you know half a century yeah. so mm, thou doth protest too much you know what i mean you yeah. know what i mean fuck dude uh the police we're mm-hmm. gonna blame the police yep jerry falwell yeah he's part of the born again christians i guess mm-hmm. um but specifically him because he was like it, he started kind of like the woman should be in the household anti-daycare bullshit and then I oh feel yeah like, then i feel like i kind of also want to blame white women as like a sub uh mm. a, a sub category of that because like hi- hyper uh hyper helicopter parenty yeah and like feel who feel guilty for yeah. putting their kids in daycare, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. or like who are judging other women for putting their mm. kids in daycare because they need to work or they just yeah. like want a fucking break. And and yeah. so like them putting a lot of like shame. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of shame going on around daycare and that's what kind of like helped to fuel this. For sure. Uh, and then talk shows. The, oh, yeah. The eras, this was like the fucking sh- – this was like the – Talk shows were like the podcasts of the 90s. Yeah, daytime talk Um, shows. Mm -hmm. 
the it was uh they would always do like dubious hot button issue uh you know special edition talk shows about this kind of weird shit that was happening and they fanned the satanic panic flames fucking Geraldo did in 1988 did this dumb shit documentary called devil worship exposing satan's <laughs> underground and it became the highest rated televised documentary to air up to that point so oh my god people were just eating this shit up uh, I blame Sally Jesse Raphael. I and her red Phil Donahue mm-hmm. And her and red glasses. <laughs> yeah, Phil Donahue's white hair. And then I even blame Oprah. She definitely had like a lot of people on doing shows about satanic ritual abuse. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I, this I, was, was a fucking mess. It was, a, it was just a huge conglomeration of all these things that just made it so easy for people to get caught up mm-hmm. and start and they were already paranoid mm-hmm. um but it just really really capped it all off by having all these people and all these sources just kind of blow it up so but it luckily ended in the 90s but i mean i you still see hints of it now i think there's still a hangover from it for sure mm-hmm. um so I don't know. I I feel like I I'm like more drawn to Satanism now than I ever have been before. Oh my before. god, same. I was like we, we watched Hail Satan last night, which is all about like modern day Satanism, which It's called Hail Satan? Oh yeah, Hail Satan. <laughs> There's a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I recommend everyone to watch it. It's very good. It doesn't matter what religion you are or like what you kind of like subscribe Mm-mm. to. But it it what is very, very important about it is that it's calling out how much Christianity has permeated American politics and uh, and just our government mm-hmm. and, like, the decisions were, that are being made and... The policy that's the being policy, made. Yeah. All the legislation since, uh, basically since the 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of the rise of Billy Graham. So it's very good, and it's very important to watch that stuff and know that, that you know, it doesn't matter what your beliefs are. We should all believe, you know, people keep spouting out like, oh, this is a Christian nation. No, this is a secular nation. We mm-hmm. are a nation of religious freedom, and that means that everything that governs our nation should be secular. But no, all that shit's very much creeping in and maybe it's mm-hmm. too late now and we're all kind of fucked is my I mean, alarmist feeling about it yeah i i definitely second the recommendation to watch hail satan um <laughs> it's about the satanic temple and how they go up against the fundamental christians who try to put like the 10 commandments up in front of uh like capital buildings and shit and it's yeah. just like it's very, very good. And it, it gives you a little bit more context about people who are actually Satanists and like what like Satan, Satanism is Satan, Satan. Yeah. Satanism is, it's not about like worshiping the devil. It's like very different. It's about, it's about taking a stance to, to keep Christianity in check in a way. It's like, it's like those who Mm -hmm. believe in God need to need to remember that there's like an alternate and that should be supported it's very interesting like like we or just to be accountable for the and to make room 
Make room in yeah. the United States, especially for the plurality of 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 religion. Yeah, there's not just one religion. There are millions of people in this country who believe many, many different things, and it's if you're gonna infiltrate the government with Christian ideology, there has to be something that you know keeps that in check so it's it's Which very there interesting hasn't been for a long time Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. I, I, it was the first time i've ever heard the words christian privilege which for sure mm. especially because i'm an outsider to that like mm-hmm. I, I, and i've never thought about that and i was like oh that is such a thing here like people who are christian claim to be persecuted a lot but that's not the case here like that is so interesting yeah yeah it was i was like oh yeah that that is a thing here and i always feel weird about it because I'm not inside that. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't grow up religious, um, but I am Jewish now. So mm-hmm. so you're an all, outsider too. I'm an outsider too. And it's mm-hmm. all very interesting. Just it, It's just important, like we said at the top, to just keep your eyes open, keep your mind open, and uh, watch out for people telling you that Satan is around the corner and is, is doing weird shit and... I don't know. Just, just uh, pay attention. Yeah. Don't critical thinking. Don't use critical thinking. Critical critical thinking. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Love I don't it. know. That's that's all I got to say. All right. Follow us yeah. on social media at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. Uh, yeah. Ch- check out our website DTFUPodcast.com. From there, you can do so many things. Leave us a review on iTunes, which we've gotten a few more. Love them. They're so sweet. Uh, the best. We cherish you all and love you all. Um, and uh, you could check out our Patreon. You could check out our merch. All of the things. So um, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. You're all wonderful and the best. And uh, you know what? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.